everyone, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Mini Money. I am Francesca, your host, and here with me we have our Murphy Money editor, Edmund Greaves. Hi, Ed. How are you doing? Hey, Francesca. Good, thank you. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you. So we have a fantastic show lined up for today. And as always, we'll kick things off with our word of the week. And this time it's interest rate. So, Ed, would you mind shedding some light on the term, please? Yeah, so I thought we, we we picked this as the word of the week this week, mainly because uh, last week we actually talked about a little bit on, on the last uh, podcast. Uh, we had an interest rate decision from the Bank of England uh, last Thursday, uh, and they decided for the first time in a while not to put interest rates up. Um, so they've been kind of hiking interest rates on consecutive meetings for months and months and months now. reason they've been doing this is to kind of tamper down inflation. Uh, so that's kind of the key tool that the Bank of England have to kind of slow inflation down, not not stop it completely, but slow it down. Uh, And really, you know, we haven't had high interest rates or higher interest rates for a very long time. We've had a decade or more of ultra low interest rates, but because inflation has kind of soared, we've had to put them up. Now, this kind of matters in the context of personal finance because uh, interest rates basically affect the cost of things like mortgages and other debt like credit cards and loans uh, and then also will affect the level of earnings you can make from kind of savings so the interest rate that a bank will pay you on a savings account Uh, so it is really important you know to understand interest rates and what they do to our kind of money and how they affect things Um, and yeah, at the moment they are kind of higher than they, they have been previously. Uh-huh. So it's been a change basically going on in the economy as a result. And so about that, um, the current interest rates in the UK for savings account, how do they vary among banks? Yeah, so this is quite a contentious issue. Obviously, bank the bank rate has been going up. So when the bank rate goes up, you expect that that gets passed on to savers by the banks. Uh, but mm-hmm. banks have been quite naughty. They haven't really been passing on interest rates through savings quickly enough. Uh, so you kind of go to the you know the bigger banks, and a lot of their savings rates are not very good. You actually have to go to smaller banks, building societies, to get the best kind of you know savings rates from them. So it's really important if you are saving, you've got money in savings accounts don't just settle for the one that comes alongside your current account look around for one with a better interest rate basically conversely this affects mortgages by putting the interest that you pay on your mortgage up so people who have been having to renegotiate their mortgages maybe their deals are expiring mm-hmm. uh, are found having to pay much higher kind of uh, monthly payments as a result uh, but this is kind of like a, a feature it's a difficult feature of the system you know it puts mortgage rates up so the people have less spending money so that that calls inflation down because people will have less money to spend on goods and services so it's all part of the same story ultimately um but yeah it can be quite difficult for you know particularly for people with mortgages perfect thank you and what strategies can individuals uh use to take advantage of rising interest rates for the investments or savings yeah so for savings obviously you've got to search around for the best deal possible uh there are some really good rates out there at the moment uh you've got to kind of search around for 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 uh, uh, the best deal possible uh investing is a little bit more tricky uh, interest rates in the short term can have a negative impact on investments but when you're investing you really need to be doing it for five years plus 
Um, and over a kind of longer time frame, it doesn't matter quite as much. Plus now at the moment, uh, with you know certain kind of values of investments, particularly things like stock market and stuff, are cheaper. You know some of it actually looks quite attractive as an entry point. But as I say, uh, it's very much more of a long-term thing. Investing uh, it is still worthwhile, uh, but you've got to kind of you know have have a think about what 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 the best plan is and what your goals are for the future in that. Yeah, for sure. And how does inflation impact the real return on savings and investments considering interest rates? Yeah, so this is really important. So obviously coming back to the inflation issue, when inflation uh -huh. is really high, it devalues our savings, it uh -huh. devalues, uh, it makes, you know, things more expensive to buy. So it devalues our earnings and that kind of thing if our earnings aren't going up in tandem with inflation. So if I have a uh, hundred pounds in my pocket today, the things that I can buy for a hundred pounds today will be uh, different to what I can buy for a hundred pounds in a year's time. So if we have like five mm percent -hmm. inflation. It means that I will be in a year's time, a hundred pounds will buy less than it does today uh, by about five percent. So that's how it affects cash. It, it affects savings in the sense that if you have a savings rate that meets, meets inflation or beats it, then that preserves the value of your of your money. If you have one that doesn't be inflation your 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 money will still grow but over time it will still devalue and become worth less so that's why it's so important to have a good you know in interest rate on your savings make sure you know that it isn't at very least losing value um, now just before we kind of move on topics there was one thing i wanted to uh, and this is very nerdy but uh, is one of my favorite books I've read in the last year as a kind of personal finance journalist. And that is this book, uh, The Price of Time uh, by Edward Chancellor. Uh, it, it's it really, I mean, it is for people who are kind of very interest, inter, interested in understanding mm -hmm. more about interest rates, particularly the history, why it's so important. And it's kind of context within you know, history and the economy and and, mm -hmm. and why we are where we are today. Highly recommend us read. We're not being paid or anything like that. No, you know, literally because it's a really good book, really worth a read for anybody who wants to kind of dig into the topic a bit more. Oh, for sure. Thank you for the recommendation. And right now, let's dive into the latest articles on the Mouth and Money blog. So actually, we have articles lined up for this week, um, but I think the most important ones are Get Your Will Written for Free uh, of Charge in October by Nick Dawes and your must-know money piece uh, that is about inheritance tax abolition. So could you talk to us about these two articles and what do you think about them? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the first piece from Nick Dawes is about getting your will written for free. Really important free wills month uh, starts on 2nd of October. So what that is, is for anybody over the age of 55, unfortunately not for younger people, but anyone over the age of 55 can get their will done for free for the whole month of October. Uh, it's organised by a group of charities who will basically uh, pay solicitors to, to, to uh, draw up a will for you. Uh, you've just got to check out their website. Um, there is, of course, the option to pay, you know, a small donation to one of the charities involved in, in, in the project. Uh, so, yeah, really good initiative. Now, why is it important to have a will? So, uh, if you're young, you don't have any kids, you don't own your home, it maybe feels less important, but if you are a homeowner, if you have children or any other kind of dependents, particularly if you're older and you've got, you know, savings and that kind of thing, it's essential to have a will written. Now, you right. can't just write what you want to do on a piece of paper and sign it and that expect that to be legally binding. It won't be. 
you must, must, must use a solicitor, get it drawn up properly uh, and, and, and get it organised properly. Uh, and it's also worth, you know, seeking financial advice potentially, uh, particularly if you've got, you know, a larger number of, uh, of assets and, and things like property and stuff and you want to figure that out properly. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's worth employing professionals to get that that arranged. Uh, but as I say, yeah, really important and Free Wills Month is a great initiative, particularly if you're older, uh, to get that done, uh, you know, for free. Of course, it's really important. And about mm -hmm. like your last piece, so the must know money piece, and it's about inheritance and tax abolition. That is a topic that has been discussed yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this kind of related to the wills thing. Uh, so over the weekend, we heard that uh, Rishi Sunak, the prime minister, is thinking about uh, making cuts to inheritance tax or even potentially abolishing the, the tax completely. So inheritance tax is the tax you pay uh, when you die. Well, you don't pay it. Your loved ones who inherit mm -hmm. your wealth um, pay it. Uh, but and there's a big but, uh, the thresholds mean that only a really, really tiny percentage of people in the UK end up having to pay inheritance tax on their estate when, they're, when they die. Um, so we've had uh, this report out today from the Institute of Fiscal Studies looking at kind of who stands to benefit from in, if the, about, the abolition of in, inheritance tax. And they found that kind of the top 1% richest people in the UK probably stand to gain about a million pounds each from scrapping inheritance tax which is pretty extraordinary um you know this is not a tax that affects everybody uh it really is a, a small minority of people who are kind of liable for it so uh there's some questions there as to why the government thinks it's a good idea um that being said what's interesting about inheritance tax and the reason why the government might be doing what it's doing uh is because people really really hate it people hate inheritance <laughs> tax they hate the idea of inheritance tax it doesn't really matter and you look at opinion polls and things they hate it and when you tell them oh well you're not really ever going to have to pay it they still really don't like it generally speaking uh, there's a couple of reasons for that the main ones being obviously taxing somebody's grieving family for a large amount of money is a little bit you know of doesn't course. seem very nice uh but the other thing as well is you know you kind of you pay tax on your income you pay tax on your savings you pay tax you know on selling your home and all that kind of stuff throughout your life and then to then be taxed on all that stuff that you've built up over a lifetime it, people just you know think it's pretty unfair and it seems unfair even though vast majority of people don't end up paying it so yeah they're really interesting from the ifs it's definitely you know kind of a hot political issue but you get the sense that they're, they're kind of you know announcing these these quite eye-catching things uh just to set themselves apart a little bit there's a general election coming up next year and they're trying to create some kind of lines you know versus the the other major parties really so yeah interesting uh, and well worth a read on on Maldi money Excellent. So that wraps up another episode of the Mini Money. Thank you all for tuning in and as always for joining me and sharing your expertise at. Um, remember to check out like out all our articles on our blog and to check uh, out also all our social media accounts. We have Instagram, Twitter, threads and as well as LinkedIn. And until next week. Lovely. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Francesca. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.